What is up, basketball fans? This is Zero Gravity, Apollo Media's NBA podcast. This podcast is brought to you by Big City Wings, Houston's wing joint, Apollo's wing joint. We love Big City Wings over here. And it's also brought to you by Celebrity Men. So go check out the stuff in the description below. We have links set up to both Big City Wings and Celebrity Men. So thank you for sponsoring this episode. I am here with the What We Learn Houston Rockets edition king, Josh Garcia. We're going to talk about some trades. We got trades. Trade season's here. How are we doing, bud? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm doing great, man. This is just the tip of the iceberg. I, I can't wait to see Tyus Jones in a Rockets uniform, maybe Andre Drummond in a Mavs uniform. I can get down with that. Yep. There's the spirit. These next couple months are going to be great. Just not for us, not just for the league, but everybody. Everybody involved. It'll be great. But, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited, man. How are you? I'm just uh, I'm recovering. You know, um, I'm a Miami Dolphins fan, so it was not good today. We're recording this on Sunday, December 31st, the last day of 2023. We're ringing in the new year with a new episode of Zero Gravity. 2023, last last episode of the year. Strong start. Yeah, we've been doing great. Strong start. But if you haven't, if you don't have your Woj uh, notifications on on Twitter or Shams, whoever your journalist of choices now do you do you have a choice like do you have one that you have noties on for and one that you don't i, I have both on okay, actually I, I do too um because I, I noticed during signings one of them will take a certain one if it's kind of like a mid-level player yeah. um and it's also just interesting to see who breaks stuff first yes it, i don't know it, it, it itches some part of my brain it, that i can't the, really uh, describe but you know it's the sports uh, viewer in us we we expect a rivalry to happen between the two because they're not at the same company so they have a little bit of a rivalry going between the fans. I don't know if they have a rivalry rivalry between themselves. Like I would assume that there's some kind of alpha male tendencies there. Like, oh, I broke that news sure. first. Like, ooh, I have this connection, yeah. so I'm always gonna break like the New York Nets news. Like, Woj is always gonna have New York Nets stuff because he's friends with everyone in that organization. Although I feel like the Kyrie trade last year was broke by Shams. I think it was. I'm trying to do some history. I'm, I'm trying to think. I, I could be wrong, but I, I can't really. I think it. I think Shams came through first, which was surprising, mm-hmm. you know. But um, if you don't have those notifications on, the New York Knicks traded R.J. Barrett, Emmanuel quickly, and a second round pick for the OG Ananobi, Precious Achua, and Malachi Flynn from the Toronto Raptors. The Raptors are finally doing what they've been. S- like they just been saying that they're going to do this for like three years and they haven't done it yet. So we're finally here. OG, you're exactly. New York. RJ, you're going home. Going home. Just play, salute, play Drake. Salute. Just hold on. We're going. On. Don't want to get copyrighted. <laughs> um, yeah, RJ, yep. you're gone. See you, buddy. Uh, go back home to Toronto. Good luck. What do we think about the trade? Um, well, first of all, I'd like to say get ready to learn French, buddy. Um, I think I'm he already sure knows that. Uh, well, you might be right, but I'm, I'm really glad that, no, I, I remember I texted you and without even thinking, I was like, dude, he's got to renew his passport. Oh my God. Like this is just ruining his vibes. And then I was like, wait, he is from Canada, huh? Yep. Um, but honestly, like my immediate reaction was, uh, we, we talked about this a little bit off air. I, I think it's great that the Raptors are going to be kind of a hall of a very good team. I mean, you have essentially, and I'm going to say it again, you have essentially five Harrison Barnes on that team with Gary Trent, Pascal Siakam, Emmanuel Quickly, et cetera. You just have boys on there. Like you have so many good players who can give you a lot, but there's no star star. And I think it's going to be great that they're going to get a four or five seed, right? But Isn't Jacob Pertle on their team too? 
Just throw him in there. Jakob Pertl, can't, yeah, can't forget. <laughs> can't forget. San Antonio Spur legend. Yeah. Uh, the Raptors have been interesting for a while since Kawhi's left. Like, that year was just so magical for them. They were just good. They make the run to the finals. They run into a buzzsaw of Golden State and get lucky with Clay Thompson getting injured. And then obviously Kevin Durant injures in whatever game that was, game two, three. Um, so you win a championship. You can't keep Kawhi because Kawhi has no desire to stay in Canada and wants to go back home to L.A. Understandably so. I, I don't want to deal with the Toronto winners. I can't imagine a guy from L.A. wants to deal with a Toronto winner. So you lose Kawhi. You don't get anything back for him. And you didn't really lose too many assets because it was a rental and all that kind of stuff. So right. you, win an, you win a championship. So you take that every year for the rest of your life. Like you're, you're never going to want to give that back. Like giving up the assets to get Kawhi and then losing Kawhi right after winning a finals hurts a little bit less because you won the finals. OG and Pascal Siakam have been anointed as these 3 and D specialists they're all-star level players they need these big contracts they they're deserving of a haul of five first round picks much like donovan mitchell and rudy gobert last summer are is this the same kind of haul i think they got one good player they got a great haul but I mean, you did have to give up some younger guys. I mean, you know, nobody's really talking about Achua and Flynn here. I mean, of course, they are bench, like, rotational guys, and but potential's there. I mean, maybe, you know, Malachi Flynn ends up, you know, becoming, like, a Grayson Allen-type player, someone who can give you, you know, 10-11 off the bench, you know. Um, he is a Washington State guy. You know, he's baby clay. Yeah, sure. Who knows? Who knows, <laughs> right? Um, but from what I've seen from Achua, you know, in my limited time that I have seen in his career, um, he gives off uh, just – Fun big guy vibes, you know. It's just you know every 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 team needs somebody like that. Like we were talking about last uh, last episode, um, he might not be the Derek Jones Jr. type, but he can definitely give you something. Um, I just don't really understand it from New York's perspective because I feel like they could have gotten OG. Uh, I want to say years earlier because uh, we've been we've been talking about this for such a long time. He's like the Miles Turner of Canada, OG and Anobi. I mean. He's been in trade talks forever, and the whole time. I don't know. I mean, the hall, the hall was great for uh, for Toronto, for Toronto, but I'm just not really seeing the upside with New York. I, I everybody's immediate knee jerk reaction was, "Oh, New York got fleeced. They got fleeced." But I think it's much deeper than that. Um, if they can manage to sign somebody in the off season, let, let me let me ask you, what is your best case scenario for New York within the next two years, and your worst case scenario? Uh, ooh, where? Worst case scenario is OG walks. Randall is bad again, like turns back into 2022 Randall as opposed to 2021 Randall. 2021 Randall, good. Liked him. 2022, not so much. Um, Jalen Brunson is very good but has no help, essentially, no guard help. I think that's where we're going to run into a problem. Josh Hart is good for what he is. Um, Dante DiVincenzo for the vibes, I guess, is good. The, Vil- the sure, Nova boys, sure. but yeah, worst case scenario is next year you miss the playoffs because you traded yeah. RJ and Emmanuel quickly, which yeah. provide points. Like I'm not saying RJ Barrett's going to provide you a lot of points, but I will say Emmanuel quickly could have been six man of the year. Like for the next, he's the next Jamal Crawford, essentially like he could just win six man every year just because he exactly. scores a lot of points. He can get 40 or 50 off the bench if you wanted him to like, he's done it. He's good. Uh, the problem is, is that, Tom Thibodeau is your coach and refuses to play Jalen Brunson and Emmanuel quickly 
minutes together. <laughs> Although when they're on the court together, it's like the best offensive pairing that New York has by basketball reference numbers and plus minus and offensive rating and defensive rating. Like it's legitimately the best numbers that they have with those two guards in the lineup at the same time. So trading him and paying RJ overpaying Emmanuel quickly is rough. Um, if you can get OG to stay and then you can get another piece in another super, like if you can get a superstar, in, we're talking Donovan Mitchell. Yep. There it That's is. That's the next domino to fall. If you can get Donovan Mitchell in here without having to give up crazy bench players, like you've already lessened your depth with this trade. If you can get Donovan right. Mitchell in with just picks, because you've got eight available first round picks, the New York Knicks have eight first round picks that they can trade right now. If you can do it, go get Donovan Mitchell because he's going to provide scoring. He's not going to provide any defense at all whatsoever, but maybe the vibes are better because he's back home. He gets to live in New York again, and he gets to go play for the Knicks like he's been wanting to for probably since he got to the league, <laughs> since he got drafted, he's been wanting to play for the Knicks. Exactly. So um, if that domino falls, then we're talking Eastern Conference Finals appearance, right? Potentially. Right, right. Like you have enough star right. power, and I think you've got enough length and rebounding and defense to – get past a Bucks or a Sixers or a Celtics team in the second round in order to get to the Eastern Conference Finals. So that's probably the best case scenario. Worst case is you miss the playoffs next year because you trade this stuff and then you don't have any depth and then you also lose OG in free agency. Yeah, so. the, 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 the real best case scenario here, and I'm really surprised that you kind of didn't like immediately mention this, Zion, Donovan Mitchell, OG, Julius Randle, Josh Hart off the bench, DiVincenzo off the bench, 60 wins? If Zion stays out of New York kitchens, yes. <laughs> yeah. The problem is, is New York food is also very good. It's not as yeah, fattening bar- necessarily because you got to walk everywhere. But right, yeah, uh, that might be a problem anywhere he goes. <laughs> like I don't sure, think that's going to sure. be the, not yeah, a the noted bodega killer. How are the strip clubs in New no, York? That non-existent. Really? They, I don't. I don't think strip clubs are really a thing out there. Okay. I, I don't I know if there's like laws that. Yeah. No, I, I, well, last time I went, it, I, I, I'm not <laughs> saying I looked. I'm not saying I looked. But not saying but you I saw But I was curious, it. so I Googled it. Okay. And I didn't see much results. All right, maybe so. maybe that's a good place for Zion. Exactly. Start turning those wheels all over again. This is great. Um, yeah, yeah, but if you can get another superstar, then, then we're talking Eastern Conference Finals appearance and then potential and upset to make it to the finals. It's like... Right. There's good right. good ends and bad ends on this trade. I think losing Emmanuel quickly because you paid RJ Barrett sucks. And a lot of Knicks fans are angry. Let me tell you, my feed yep. has been yep. rough the last 24 yeah. that hours. That one hurts almost as much. Or j- probably j- probably more. That one hurts more than losing RJ, I feel like. Because, yeah. you know, he's a, he's a left-handed Jalen Green at this point. And I hate to put that label on him. But if you're looking at efficiency, I mean, he's shooting 41 42% this year. Doesn't have his three-point shot this year. Yep. It's clearly an issue. Um, I hope he fixes it. I'm, you know, since we're on the topic of the Raptors, actually, mm-hmm. Detroit Pistons, they won a game. That's beautiful, right? Great job. You Great did job, it, Detroit. Detroit. You did it. I'm proud of you guys. Wingstop. <laughs> the last deal. Yeah. Wingstop. Yeah. I, yep. You better have yep. made all of those five boneless wing meals. For every Pistons fan that walked in your doors last purchase. night, including Jalen Duran, he said he was going to get his wings. He said, hey, Wingstop, I'm coming to get my wings. So There it um, is. There it yeah, is. Yeah, congrats to the Pistons. You know, I'm, I'm proud of you guys. Three and, three and 29? Yep. 
Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds that sounds so much worse hearing it in person. Did you see the oh my um, god the image the still image of Cade Cunningham like on his knees on the ground like he had just won the NBA championship like awesome. literally looking like Jimmy Butler healed over on the store, scorer's table in the bubble like. <laughs> Yep, and no, Pat Bev playing vibes for sure. Yeah. I could, I, I could, I could sense it. Um, mm. it it's, it, it's great. Good for them. Uh, I will say, if you watch that game, or at least the end of the game, the last minute and a half of the game probably took a solid twenty minutes. Oh yeah, it took and forever. It was absolute hell just watching the <laughs> foul, timeout, timeout, foul, 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 timeout. Like made shots. It almost dude. worked for. It almost yeah. worked though. It was, it was, it was getting real, real dicey there. <laughs> yeah, the Raptors. <laughs> Trading OG and then coincidentally losing to the Detroit Pistons was like what everyone saw coming because they're like, oh, traded OG, it's over, yep. streak's over. Yep. We can finally, yep. we can finally put this one to rest. So exactly. <laughs> poor shout out the Rockets. They're not gonna, they're not gonna be the one who uh, loses first on uh, on this New Year's Day. Um, yeah, a lot of our uh, Rockets community was very weary of that, uh, especially due to how streaky our team's been, but. Thank God it's not us, right? Yeah. I, I was hoping that they would lose every game until March 9th, I think, is when the Detroit plays Luka for the first time in Dallas. Like, I was really hoping they would just keep losing all of them, and then somehow Dallas loses. Like, because yeah, I, I just, just... Just for the history. Just to be angry, you know? Yep. Just to be yep. angry at sports. You know, that's that's why we watch the sports, is to be angry, because we don't even exactly. like the sport. Yeah, the Pistons could win 65, or the Mavericks could win 65 games or 70 games. But if they lose to the Pistons during that losing streak, that would have been rough. Season season's dead. Yeah. What are what are we what are we talking <laughs> it's about? Time to time to blow it up, boys. Trade everyone. <laughs> time to blow it up. Trade it. Trade everyone. Um, yep. But yeah, RJ and Emmanuel. Good luck in Toronto. Um, I am very fearful of RJ Barrett just like becoming good in Toronto because like very well somehow they do that and then Emmanuel quickly is like exactly what Toronto needs around Scotty Barnes. If they're going to start building exactly. around Scotty Barnes, Emmanuel quickly is like prototypical shooting guard, point guard, kind of combo guard, exactly what you want to put next to Scotty Barnes for the future. So exactly. if they can sign him and keep him, great. If not, I think he's going to be a restricted free agent. So you can just let someone else offer him and and just sign the offer letter. So right, right. Yeah, it'll be interesting. And OG is going to be a straight up free agent. So no offer letters there for New York. Kind of scary. Yep. Yep. Kind of scary. It'll be interesting to see how it plays out because if OG is kind of playing his cards right and either – ask for a dick load of money from New York or, you know, takes, you know, some other offers. He's got the world in his hands at this point. He yeah. could, he could essentially get 120, 150, you know, what, five years, six years, Maybe. something like that. He yeah. can get a lot of money. He can get a lot of money. Cause the Knicks are in the position so, now that the Mavericks were last year with Kyrie. It was a rental. Right. Got the, and then go to free agency and he didn't talk to anyone else. He did the whole Kyrie's talking to LA thing, all that stuff. LeBron and Kyrie right. are going to team up, yada, yada, yada. I don't think OG has any connections like that, unless it's back to Toronto. Like, they just traded him, and then right. they bring him back. I could see it happening. But, Masai, welcome welcome to the trade machine, buddy. I'm glad you actually pressed, like, complete. Sent it in. Sent it in, get, finally. Get ready to learn ESPN.com, buddy. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, Yeah. Uh, let's let's move on to the Eastern Conference. So with this trade, we're looking at the Eastern Conference. I'm going to pull it up on my phone just so I've got it. The Eastern Conference no, is it's Boston. Boston's one, right? Boston, yep. Philly, Milwaukee. 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 Th- those are going to be your three. Miami four. 
Yeah. Yeah. Orlando's four, Miami five, Cleveland six, uh, Indiana seven, New York eight, Brooklyn nine, Chicago 10. Toronto's Mm -hmm. 12th right now. So when you're looking at the Eastern Conference standings, everyone's kind of separated between the four seed, Orlando, and the 10 seed. They're separated by four games. So it's it's not a small sample size. Like they they can make that up. The Knicks are two game or a game and a half away from no, just a full game out of the six seed. So they're in the plan right now. But how does this trade affect the Eastern Conference final or Eastern Conference results at the end of the season, or does it change it at all? It affects seven through ten, maybe. Um, I think that of course it's a great shakeup, and you know any trade, you know the immediate reactions, the immediate just. Holy shit, holy shit, holy shit. That that is one of the best parts about sports. But in regards to what's actually happening on the court, I don't know, not much is really going to change. I'm not, no. I'm not thinking. Uh I will say, you know, we talked about this uh, you know, really over the past week, Orlando yes will possibly win or could win a playoff series. And I'm actually like standing on that at this point. Their team is fun. I enjoy them. We talked about it earlier in the season when, you know, we had a maybe eight to twelve game sample size, but it's been thirty. It's been yeah. well over thirty games, All right. and 31. they're still pretty fucking decent. Yeah, no, they're uh, they're six games back right now. They're five and five in their last ten, but they play a style of basketball that isn't played by anyone else in the NBA except for yep. Miami. The problem is if the sta- if the <laughs> season were to end today, it'd be four or five. I don't like your smirk. Orlando, Miami. <laughs> Miami would beat Orlando. Just uh, it would easily happen. Yeah. Like maybe not easily. It'd be a six or seven game series, and it'd just be a rock fight. But you would just feel like Miami was ultimately going to win the entire time. Um, yep. Yeah, they both have the same record. Miami has one more loss. They're nineteen and twelve, nineteen and thirteen. So yeah, they just need to avoid that matchup, and I'd feel really good about Orlando. Like if we get the Pacers, Cleveland, even New York, like I'd I'd feel pretty good about that. They just have length and size and. They can rebound and play defense. They're weird. They're a weird team because you don't see a team like that right now. 2023, about to be exactly. 2024 now when you're listening to this. So, yep. yeah, if that those standings were to stay the same, that'd be rough. But I think this only affects New York. Like, they can get better because OG is Tom Thibodeau's wet dream. I said it in text yesterday. Like, he is yep. a prototypical, like, 3 and D that's not really good at the three <laughs> part. You know, he's just uh, – he's really good at defense. That's about it. <laughs> and then – his offense has not <laughs> been exactly this year. what he wants. It's exactly yeah. what Tom Thibodeau wants for yeah. no reason particular, because what matters is the scoreboard, not the defense <laughs> like score points. Score points is good. Giving up points is bad. I know you yep. can not give up points, but you also have to score them in order to win. <laughs> yeah. Score points. Good hit hand on hardwood uh, and bring out your hands. God. That's pretty cool too. Yeah. You know, I can just on some, on some eighth grade varsity basketball shit. You know that meme of Tom Thibodeau when he's like in pre- in like a training facility before the season started and he's got the big long pole pointing at a whiteboard and everyone like blanked it out and just was putting up funny pictures. Like I put yeah. Ryan Fitzpatrick in there when the Dolphins were not good yet. Um, very funny. I mean, it was three years ago now. Maybe it's 2020. But uh, that's that's him. He's like defense good, offense bad is what's on the yep. whiteboard. Like that's what he's pointing yep. at defense. We like defense. We Tibbs don't like is, offense. Tibbs is such a strange, such a strange coach. I don't, I, I want to feel like he's getting aged out of the NBA in the sense of, and, and of course this is such a lukewarm take, but Oh my God, he is, he is 70. He still, he still thinks 
he's almost a is he Phil Jackson boneless Phil Jackson type where he he his offensive sets are just so strange yeah. and he just pinpoints defense and it's like the, you can't really I mean you can pinpoint defense look at Ime Udoka can't really say much over the past four or five games for the Rockets but you know you look at Ime Udoka he has actual like defensive sets he he is completely changing the landscape of defense as we know it in Houston. But when you see Tom Thibodeau do it, it's just it, it's like that meme where it's uh, where it's like uh, the coworker and it's like, uh, uh, hey, baby girl. Then like, oh, this is sexual harassment. And then, yeah, 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 yeah. Ime Udoka. Yes. Tom Thibodeau. Well, that, Ime Udoka on top. Tom that's Thibodeau. probably the wrong meme to use for Ime Udoka if we're talking about. Oh, <laughs> damn. You're right. You're right. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Um, Whoops. There's hey, a clip. it happens. You know, things happen. Yeah. Um, yep. let's talk about LeBron. We talked about LeBron a lot yesterday. It was his 39th birthday, you know? Happy birthday, King. Happy birthday. Um, the Lakers lost by two points last night to the Minnesota Timberwolves. I don't remember where this moment happened, but LeBron James hit a three. It was a three. He got challenged by Minnesota, correct? Yes. Got challenged to see if it was a two. They rolled it a three originally. They went back. They look at it. Tony Brothers is at the screen. Of course he is. And if you read his lips, it says, I didn't make the call. It's not my call to make. So New York, or wherever NBA's headquarters for instant replay Apocalypse, is. New Jersey. Yeah, New Jersey. Um, they decided that it was a two. And it's like... I know you said off air that you could see it both ways. I clearly see a line of hardwood in between the three point line and LeBron's shoe. It's very small. It's like minuscule, very. but you can yep. tell the difference in between his shoe and the three point line right there. It's literally like a centimeter and you can yep. see it. And yep. it was a three and both AD and LeBron are running up to the screen. And it's like, is two years in a row because Pat Bev had the camera last year against the Celtics, yep. and he's like, dude, it's right here. They literally go up to the TV screen, and they're just like, what are you talking? It's like, it's right there. And Tony Brothers, it's, it's not my call to make. I didn't make the call. And I was like, that's brutal. Man. That's brutal. And LeBron, I, I mean. On his birthday, too? Yeah, it's his birthday. Man. Just give him a present. He's his birthday. Give, it, give, it the, give a little present to the birthday boy. He's, Come on. He's given you so he's much content over boy. the last 21 years. Come on, guys. You've made yeah. so much money off of LeBron James's name, and you're just going to take a take away a point from the point king? Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on, man. It's fucked up, yeah. man. Referees. We need to have a discussion across all sports. Exactly. I've been having a rough time. Exactly. Rough time this year. In NFL, yeah. NBA, we can even bring the MLB and the NHL into this. Everyone yep. sucks. Let's get the 60-year-olds out of here. NHL does it right because you have to skate the whole time. You get a run and skate and like avoid yeah. getting hit by a puck or a hockey player because they're in like their 30s or 40s. That's it. That There it is. Your eyesight's still good sometimes, and then you can be in shape. Can we just get people that are in shape and younger and can actually see and don't have like vendettas against certain players because they haven't been in the league for the last 25 years and hate certain yeah, players? Yeah, right. Scott Foster the legalized term limits. Yeah, yep. We need term limits for referees. This in isn't the, the Supreme Court, all right? You can't just run till you're dead on the court. <laughs> yep. I can't. Just Let just... it out, brother. Right, and what are we doing? Just like let somebody else in here. Let somebody else have the yep. job. All right. 
if we're not yeah. going to make the right calls, like at least let a younger person not make the right calls. Then I could be yelling yeah. at them like, what are you stupid? Instead of like, <laughs> oh, you can't see run or hear anything because you're old. Like if you're in your 60s, yeah. there's no reason for you to be on the NBA court. Exactly. It should be max 50. I mean, the, the, who was the, who was the ref that retired after last year with the whole Celtics stuff? I forgot his name. Oh yeah. Um, Ball, that was Ball a great guy, story. Right? Huh? Was it the Chris Paul guy? Yeah. One, one of the Chris mm-hmm. Paul guys. Probably. Yeah, I can't probably. remember what his name was. Um, yeah. I just remember like they said he had a burner and all that. Oh yeah. 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 That was a great story. Yeah, that was good. Really good story. That was a good one. Um, there's been a lot yeah, of that was one of the better things. A lot of terrible referees that just have vendettas against certain players. It's always interesting to see. Yeah. Like I don't know if there's a referee that actually hates LeBron. No way, no way. Like there can't be. He's been in the league over half of his entire life. Right. Like, does he have enemies? For sure, oh. but like I don't know if they're referees. Like they're just players. It's Toronto. The city of Toronto just hates LeBron. Yeah, That's probably. <laughs> Four million people. Yeah, the whole city <laughs> that cares about basketball. Yep. Um, yeah, no refs hate LeBron. So I, I just like it's like plain as day that you can see the line in between. That's what I'm just like. I I don't even know what to trust. Like because that just shows that you don't care about what the re- like the replay looks like. Exactly. You know, once their mind is made up, it's made up. I don't. You can't do that in sports. Sports sports are not an emotional thing. They give off emotions. You feel emotions. But you cannot be emotional when you call and when you play because clearly it's not going to work itself out. Yeah, it's just interesting that we have instant replay and somehow it just doesn't matter that the correct call still, is on the screen and they're just like, I'm going to turn it the other way because I called it one way on the court. That shows me I was right. But we're just going to say no for shits and exactly. gigs. Ridiculous. Fucking ridiculous. But trade season. Trade season's open. It's time to trade. Oh, yeah. Let's do some trades. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, baby. All right. Come on. Right off the rip, uh, what's your dream trade for Houston Rockets? Ready to go. Who are you trading and who are you getting? We've talked about this. I'm Okay, dream trade. I'm going to go one dream trade, one realistic trade. I'll okay. start with the realistic trade. Jay Sean Tate, Jock Landell, Victor Oladipo, three second-round picks. Did I go too fast? You following no, me? I got it. For Tyus Jones, Daniel Gafford. Okay. I think that is perfect. It would bolster the bench. It would make everything just flow beautifully. And I think, you know, I it <laughs> call me a sicko, but I have been watching Tyus Jones highlights this season. <laughs> he's a Duke guy. I, I'm familiar with his he's, game. No, he's, he, yeah, oh man, I, he, he's, he's fun. He's fun. He's Daniel Gafford's a big, big rim, big rim guy. Fun as hell. Yeah. Jump out the gym. Um, I I would love if that could happen, but um, dream trade, sure. Jalen Green, no, 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 no. I'm not going to talk about Jalen Green today. I'm not going to do it. Fuck, I can't do it. I can't do it. Donovan Mitchell becoming a rocket. Let's just let's just leave it at that. It would never happen, no. and you know it. I know it. No, you know, but it would just be sick. I can't right? even see him in a Rockets uniform. Me neither. Like, I'm I can't be honest, even, like I if can't someone either. gave me a Photoshop, I'm like, well, that's just not real. Like I can't even like, picture that in my brain. Ugly. It's it's like LeBron in a Rockets uniform. You're like, I could have seen that one this though. That one like made sense in my brain. The black jerseys. Mm, okay, I was thinking jerseys, the white Photoshop. Yeah, that one made sense. All the other okay. ones probably wouldn't have, but the black ones, I could do it. The other ones, I could. okay. <laughs> yeah, well, well, I'll leave it at that. Yeah, no, that's fair. Uh, dream trade. Just give me Pascal Siakam. Rebounding defense. Yep. Give the power forward, move Grant Williams to the bench, 
Let's call it a day. We're probably trading Josh Green, Omax Prosper. Uh, I don't know. Probably Maxi, Maxi Kleber, and then uh, that might be it. And, it's, and then some, yeah. like, we have one first-round pick. I don't think we have two <laughs> to trade. So that's what it's going to have to be. And then uh, yeah. realistic trade, just getting Andre Drummond in the door finally after six years of trying to get him. I think that's just, yeah. like, also backup center, rebound, defense, can score in the post. That just makes sense. Rim runner for Luka. Yeah. He, would, he would look great in blue. Yeah, it'd be great. Pascal Siakam yeah. uh, from Texas. I think he's, like, Fredericksburg, kind of. He lived there for a little bit. <laughs> Okay, I was he's not say, from Texas, that, right. but we're gonna we're gonna write okay. that narrative. He's from Texas, uh, sure. Pascal. Come sure, home. absolutely. Yeah, come home, um, love it. Yeah, starting a couple of weeks, we'll start bringing real trades with trade uh, yep. machine images. We're gonna we need to really do the research here, make sure it actually works with the salary cap, see how it affects the wins, yep. all that kind of stuff. So we'll start doing that in a couple yep. of weeks, unless we start getting trades this week, and then we're gonna have to just start doing it. Yep. All, all hands on deck. If one more trade happens, honestly, for sure, this was our appetizer and I love it this because it's, it's, all, it's almost like you get like four, like five orders of calamari when you're only expecting one, yeah. you know, so I think, I think it's great that uh, they're doing it this early. Um, it's only going to get more fun. So strap up, have fun, enjoy it. Yeah. I think this you was know? the appetizer. I hope Jalen and, then, is still a pocket. and then that's dinner's not going to come out for like six more hours. I feel like that's yep. what I might be yep. running into. We're not going to get any, anything until like end of January. I hope that's not the case. But yeah. it's been Zero Gravity. Follow Media's NBA podcast, sponsored by Big City Wings and Celebrity Mint. Go check out their stuff in the description below on YouTube. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Follow HOU on YouTube. And then if you're watching or listening on podcasts like Apple Podcasts or Spotify, hit the follow button. Give us a like. Give us a review. Let us know how we're doing. It's been Zero Gravity. Follow Media's NBA podcast podcast.